0: It is. Yeah. Our brothers hey, brothers, Where well, I was born, nothing is promised. My life is filled with less hope than the prophecies and nostradamus. Omega marks the ending of predictability, birth of agility. Who will it be to test me and expose their futility? I am like a lion from Zion. Stop trying so hard. I think I smell your brain cells, Brian. The family's behind you if you're worthy. Philosophies developed deep in the back streets of Dirty Jersey. And boom, just like that, we are back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by. ProLineStadium.com, Atlantic Canada's home field for great sports betting. Play stadium bets for the best odds, featuring spread lines of 1.95 per side. ProLine players also score access to great regular promotions. Right now, every $25 wager on hockey will earn you a $10 free play token to use on basketball. This Offer is valid on ProLine and Stadium Bets wagers until March 13th. Free play tokens must be used by March 31st. Get in the game today at prolinestadium.com or download the ALC app today. Please play responsibly. Must be 19 years of age or older. Today's episode is also brought to you by Generous United. Generous United is a membership-based buying group headquartered right here in Atlantic Canada. One thing I love about Generous United is that they are helping small businesses Afford their healthcare. It doesn't really matter what aspect of healthcare. If you can save money in prescription drugs, like Generous United will help you, you're going to be able to save money on, you know, dental, massage, acupuncture, whatever it is. Head on over to GenerousUnited.ca. That's G-E-N-R-U-S United.ca, and see if there's anything that they can be doing for you today. Man, just like that, we're back. It's the High Button Podcast. This is the High Button Podcast. There's something about waking up, grabbing a cup of coffee, coming down to the studio, doing the ad reads, doing the intro for the podcast. I love it. It's like when you take a jog and you're done the jog, you get runner's high. There's something about waking up in the coffee and I guess it's just called caffeine. But the caffeine feels great first thing in the morning. I love it. Um... What a weekend! What a snowstorm yesterday, uh, Monday in Halifax. But the weekend was unbelievable. You had the Super Bowl. You had the the Waste Management Open, that par three on sixteen, where the crowd erupted when the guy—I forget the guy's name. There's two guys that actually got the hole in one there on sixteen on the par three, and they threw the beer cans over. And he didn't feel bad that the beer cans were on the on the green because it's the Waste Management Open. That's what they do for a living—they pick up the garbage. So it was just a it's just an unbelievable scene there at the waste management open down there in Arizona uh yeah unbelievable spectacle and just to see that weather we're stuck here in the cold and just to see that nice warm weather and people chipping onto par 3s in that Bermuda grass i don't know if it's actually Bermuda grass but you know what i mean it just looked like a it just looked like a fun time um and not to mention the super bowl as well it was a great 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 game i thought maybe slow at sometimes um but for the most part it was close it was back and forth all i really do, in a super bowl you just don't want to blow out right you want a close game and it came down to the wire uh shout out to LA shout out to Sanford you know the guy he he needed a he needed a super bowl so that's uh I'm not going to sit here and lie to you like I followed his career this whole time but apparently the guy needed a Super Bowl. Apparently he got the short end of the, the the shaft there and Detroit had no one to throw the ball to. And now he's in LA he had people to throw to even though OBJ went down out there in LA. I think it was like the first in the the, the first quarter but he did get a touchdown there. Excuse me, the he did get a touchdown there but AstroTurf. AstroTurf is uh that's a no go. You can't, these professionals can't be running on AstroTurf. It needs to be real grass where they can sink their knee into. You saw OBJ's knee just do a little bit of a twitch when his toe caught a little bit of the AstroTurf. I don't know. I'm not an expert in AstroTurf or grass for that matter, but it just doesn't, I don't know. There's something about AstroTurf that just doesn't sit right with me. Um, that's not what this was about. It was about this great weekend that we just had Valentine's day. I know some restaurants might've lost some reservations because of the snowstorm yesterday here in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada, but uh, restaurants are going to fight back. And I know restaurants are hurting right now and Valentine's day would have been a pretty penny for a lot of these businesses. And for that to, to happen on these, uh, uh, on this occasion here with the restaurants, not being able to bring in all that Valentine's day money, I feel for them. I really do. Um, but like I said, business owners are strong around here. We're going to bounce back. I don't want to say this pandemic is over. I don't want to say we're just starting. I don't want to say we're in the middle of it because I have absolutely no idea what's actually going on. Um, But I think the overall consensus, at least on Twitter, that's where I get the majority of my information from. Um, is that the majority of people really want this thing to be over with. We want to get out of this thing safely, but I think a lot of people are sick of the mandates and want to move on safely into a world uh, that we once knew. And if we can do that and keep the numbers low, I think that everyone's going to be happy. I think everyone's going to be safe, and I think everyone will hopefully be able to get in a in a full swing routine of a normal life. And I think that's going to be hard for some people. I don't think people understand what a, a a normal life is. Again, it's it's been two years since we've been able to, I guess, move properly. If you know what I mean. Just sorry, I got to uh, drink a cup of coffee here. One sec. But nonetheless, hopefully that day uh, is here soon. I was looking at some. Uh, social media platforms for minor hockey leagues here in Nova Scotia and uh, it was great to see that there were some games back. Uh, you could hear the mums screaming in the stands. That's how you know that there's a sign of normalcy around when hockey mums are screaming in the stands. I love to see that. I love to hear that. Uh, we're actually going to be back in the rink this week. I, we're going tomorrow. We have our first live streaming game back in Churro. Uh, in we're doing uh, junior B East Hants but for some reason their game's out in Truro, but hey, we're not complaining, we're happy to be there, we're happy to be in the rink streaming, um, congratulations to the women's hockey team, if you work a 9-5, to five, well I guess no one really goes into work anymore, you just work from home, so if you got a 9am uh, Zoom meeting, maybe let the boss know today that you're not going to be able to make that meeting, because the game is at midnight, so you know, I know I'm drinking coffee right here. I guarantee you that I'm going to be drinking coffee, uh, tomorrow night because the game's at, yeah, midnight, uh, what do I say? Midnight Wednesday? Cause technically it is Thursday morning. Cause yeah, midnight is Thursday. So yeah, the game technically is Thursday morning at midnight. You know what I'm trying to say here. Um, Nonetheless, congratulations, Blair Turnbull, Jill Sonier, Troy Ryan. Troy used to be uh, my coach when I played junior. The guy deserves everything that's coming to him. It's going to be a fantastic game. Jill, I grew up playing hockey against uh, a little bit and with a little bit as well. Uh, Proud of her, Blair Turnbull, representing the country so well. It's going to be a fantastic game. I can't wait and I hope that they can bring home gold because I guarantee Troy will be in this studio I can guarantee Jill will be in the studio and I can guarantee Blair will be in the studio at some point over the summer so to have those three uh bring a gold medal to the studio there was nothing uh, there's nothing more I'd love that, that that would be unbelievable so go Canada go we hope that you're able to stay up late and watch that game get ahead get ahead of it right now email your boss and say look Thursday morning I might be a little bit of a no-show just just going to let you know. Get ahead of the curb. Uh, today on the High Button Podcast, we have Megan Cook. Megan is an entrepreneur coming from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Wait where I'm sitting. Uh, she started an app called Studentizer, essentially short for student organizer. It helps first-year university students stay on top of their schedule, get assignments in Most importantly, because I did not do well at that. And I know maybe some people listening here didn't do well at that either. Um, But essentially, it just overall, the conception I got from the podcast is that it helps students who struggle with organization uh, be organized. And when I was a student, I definitely struggled with that. So I wanted to have her on the podcast and get to know a little bit more about the app, get to know a little bit more about her, where she got the idea from. And, uh, and it was a great podcast We did it on Friday I was going to put it out tomorrow, Monday But the snowstorm happened And I was shoveling all day, cleaning cars And it just it didn't happen yesterday So we're putting it out today uh, Megan's a great girl I was really happy when she came over on that Friday To do the podcast This is going to be a great episode We hope you enjoy I'm Justin, we're talking to Megan Cook This is the High Button Podcast Here we go, you know what comes next <music> Boom, Megan Cook. We are going. How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you today? Thank
0: you very much for uh, for joining the studio on this Friday afternoon. I know it's sunny outside right now, Amazing. but you could you could be doing a million other things. So I appreciate it There's that no you're here with I'd me. Be. How yeah. was your day?
1: It was great. I, I worked this morning, so you know, just slinging those uh, lattes at Starbucks. You know, <laughs> funding my company. So it's kind of a cycle, but it's good. That's it's awesome. good times. Yeah, a lot of people out this morning was so really busy. Where'd you grow up? I grew up here. Okay. So I actually grew up in Field, like around the loop. I'm a loop girl. Okay. Out o- that way. Um, so that's where I grew up. Went to jail at of course. Um, and then I actually moved out west for five years. So I did a bit of a stint out there and then I moved back home. So I've been around a little bit, but I definitely um, prefer this coast.
2: Where
0: did you live at west?
1: Um, I was in Fort Saskatchewan for four years. Okay. And then I moved to Edmonton for a year, which was uh, not really my thing. Um, a Ed- little bit- Edmonton
0: Oilers guy here. So okay.
1: Yeah. yeah go Oilers. <laughs> no, I-, I really appreciated kind of like the culture and stuff. It's just definitely like fast paced so you kind of get a you know you pick where you want to go so it's definitely good but i prefer the ocean
0: are you a little jealous right now that jl isley has a brand new school
1: yeah i'm 100 percent jealous and it's beautiful so nice oh my gosh i drove by it the other day and even that neighborhood is just so much more like i don't know it's just way like more developed and nice and and community wise like
0: what's it called the governor's brook or the new you know what oh
1: like behind jail yeah Yeah, no those are great like those those houses are going for like six hundred thousand dollars right now i had a buddy that
0: moved there three years ago bought it for four okay uh, yes i think his neighbor sold no he's not but his neighbor like you said is up for like six
1: yeah it's crazy crazy. it's a crazy market but just everyone please just think of the fixed interest rates in five years that's my (laughs) only advice okay good advice
0: um So yeah, I'm happy you're here. So I'll give you a little bit about our podcast. It's it's mostly athletes, but we have entrepreneurs, we have chefs, we have comedians. If you move a couch, I would consider you, uh, you know, you do something. You, as long as you do something, you got you got Absolutely. lungs and uh, you got air in your lungs, you're good to go to come on the podcast. Wicked. And I was talking to our mutual friend and he was telling me about uh, the app that you created. And I thought it was interesting um, because when I was a student, I was not the most organized individual. I'm still not. I definitely still need help with it. Um, and anyone that uh, is in the academic space looking to make a difference, not that I think it's a flawed system, but there's definitely things that need to change about it. But if there's something, uh, if there's someone, excuse me, that's in that space trying to, improve it, I definitely have time to talk to that individual. So I'm happy you're here to, to talk about the, the app that you've created and, and shed a little light on, on what you're working on.
1: Thank you very much. Yeah, it's it's funny because I feel like every entrepreneur says this, but it came, it came, the idea came to me when I missed an assignment. So I was 26 going back to school as a mature student and I was working too much, I ended up missing an assignment, just kind of overlooked everything. So that kind of sparked something. And then kind of gathering, you know, information from other students and just the way that the information is provided to you, like, it's just overwhelming, especially at 18. Like, I was older and I I missed a test. I couldn't imagine, like, I tried at 18. I had no organizational skills. So it's just hard when you don't have the tools, right? You can't necessarily succeed, Um, even if it's not the the academics itself. um, You kind of need that structure, you know, the environment and tools. To be able to do well and feel good about yourself, so yeah, basically after gathering kind of just input, um, I decided to do a business plan just on a whim, um, and then I decided to tell people about it, and here we are creating an app, so it's really exciting, um, and I hope that this helps people stay in school and just you know build that confidence and transfer that into their career because that's really important to me. Is, is just feeling good and, and knowing your abilities, right, without feeling defeated because something didn't work. That's just, I guess, a passion of mine. I, I feel very strongly about that. So yeah, that's kind of where it came from. Um, and then from there, yeah, it's just kind of, I don't want to say blown up, but um, it's gotten a lot of reaction, which is really good, really exciting for me. So yeah, I'm in the middle of development. I'm I'm going to be done like middle of April, launch in September, hopefully. So it's it's we're going really quick here. It's really fun. So
0: what do your days look like?
1: So my days look like, uh, as of right now, I'm completely crazy. Um, I'm doing three different jobs. I'm, I'm working at Starbucks. I'm doing a side like accounting kind of research type situation, um, which is helpful for my business. And then I'm also developing an app. So um, weekly meetings within the app. But I guess the initial process was I was a little bit blind to it. Um, as in, I literally blueprint everything and give it to them and they code it. Um, so it was a lot at, at the beginning. But I guess day to day now, um, weekly meetings in the morning, Go to work, come home, work on the app. Um, it's a balance, but I'm I'm really good at multitasking. It's kind of my thing. So weirdly enough, I like being crazy like this because I feel I feel like it's my thing. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> I get it. Um, but yeah, no, I it's it's very busy, but it's really good, and I I don't think it's going to slow down. So I'm basically just waiting for this to kind of the marketing is going to come, um, beta testing stuff like that. So yeah, it's really it's really exciting. It's just yeah, that's awesome. It's it's a balance.
0: What kind of student were you in high school
1: So it's funny because I was a terrible student in high school terrible Like I'm talking like some classes I'd be doing really well I was a social butterfly I got in trouble a lot for talking Um yeah it it wasn't reflective of I guess who I am I just kind of was always distracted you know what I mean socially um, and then even I went to university when I was 18, I went to Mount Allison university, I did three years. Um, I ended up dropping out just for personal reasons and, uh, I knew I always wanted to go back. So when I went back, I'm, I'm, I was very determined. I said, this is my money this time. Like I, you know, the first time was student loan, it was like party on this time. I'm like, okay, this is serious. So I made a promise to myself, like I was just going to head down for two years. And I, I just, I just got my degree done within like a year and a half oh and hey, congrats. Uh, yeah, thank you. And I actually, my GPA. Is like 4.0. I don't know. I, I guess I grew up in the sense of just I, I care now. And it was really interesting because working up north, I got so much business experience, it kind of like ignited the flame again. So I had initially tried science, which was a terrible, terrible idea. And then I, I knew I always liked business. So it was just kind of weird how it worked. Cause I needed that experience to kind of like show me my passion. Yeah. And then, yeah, I went back and I guess, I guess the biggest thing is just, you need to like what you're doing, right. You uh-huh. need to be interested. And it was nice to be able to apply those to like my real life. So yeah now now i'm a different person 10 years later who would have thought you know (laughs) it's
0: weird how that
2: happens it is
1: yeah and like i guess as a mature student it's you know socially you're kind of like uh you know i don't want to be in class with all these people but like who cares you know and and at the end of the day i feel like that's so much more from school this time that it's just so beneficial to me um and and now like on this track i i would have never come up with this idea you know when i was younger so it, I guess it worked out for me. That's cool. Yeah. What does
0: market research look like when you're trying to design an app that helps students stay organized? Do you talk to a lot of kids who are 18, 19? Like how does that side of it work?
1: Yeah. So my process I think was like a bit different. So I had created this business plan for a class. Um, and then from that, my prof gave me feedback and, and anyway, he kind of just pointed me in the right direction. So market research looks like, um, who are you trying to help? Who's your primary target? Um, So you're going to, mine is first year university students, but specifically those with ADHD. So you basically are just trying to find information that supports um, what your cause is and how that would benefit people. So you you just kind of go into different sectors. You can talk to people face to face. Um, Obviously in the beginning, you're going to research a lot of things. It's kind of more of a, Um, I guess like textbook kind of format but then once you get going it's really beneficial obviously talk with people and as of right now like um, students with ADHD students without like everyone is testing the app just to kind of give me you know the most uh, real feedback because of course in my head everything looks great but you know you have to get the voice of the customer so yeah it can look different for everyone Um, there's also groups you can join and kind of get it all done in like one go but for me I just I stuck to the internet um the government, like those resources. So if you were to talk to like, f- for instance, uh, post-accessibility services for me, that uh, that's kind of in accordance with ADHD. So I reached out to them. Um, they provide me some, you know, clients or, or students that want to give me feedback. So it's just kind of, you know, reaching out to certain sectors that you believe are going to be beneficial. And of course, that's always like supported by research because... Mm you have to do a business plan. That makes sense. So yeah, it can look different, but that's kind of like it in a nutshell, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The government's
0: really helpful around here to help small businesses. They've funded Absolutely. a couple of projects for us. They're very... uh very entrepreneur young people kind of driven which i wish i knew a little bit younger i was so stubborn when i first started this like i don't need anyone's help i don't need anyone's money i'll do it myself and then you're like a year two years in you're like ah, i need someone's help it's hard you start looking it's hard what do you it's hard to ask for help it's hard hard yeah it's hard to ask for help especially
1: you have that tunnel vision of like you're so protective of it like i was like don't show anyone my business plan and my prof's like okay but like they're not going to steal your idea. And of course you just feel like everything's kind of like yours and you want to protect it. So I completely understand that, but definitely I wish I would have known it a little bit sooner in the sense of like grants and stuff, but they've been great with like resources. Um, last year I was lucky enough to do, um, kind of like a developmental meeting within, um, the disability sector. So there was represented, uh, sorry, there was 16, uh, people there that were like throughout Atlantic Canada. And I just kind of gave a presentation, um, showed them kind of what I was going to provide. And the feedback was really great. Um, which is great for me. (laughs) So what what, can you give me some examples of feedback? Yeah. So essentially like this service, um, there's a similar service offered I should say it's not necessarily exactly what I do but it's a little bit different Um, now everyone wants everything on their phone like right now Um, notifications like it's the way we live right so I guess for me I was just in the perfect place at the perfect time Um, I was the one that wanted to create an app they want someone to create an app nobody really wanted to you know expense the app so here I am so it just ended up working like really well Uh, students were giving them feedback for like a year and a half now on what they wanted and I came in and it was what they wanted like it just I can't explain it I'm no, not sure I, it I, just I get it. I it, get it, it almost was like it just fit perfectly um so for me it just yeah it kind of fell in my lap I guess not to say I'm in like the government budget I just at least they know what my service is and how it can help people so it's good for me to just I guess talk to people and expose the idea Cool. Yeah.
0: Um, I've always wondered when building apps, I, I know for my business, it's easy to communicate what I want because it's physical. I want you here. You're here. I want Jeff here. He's here. I need these buttons to switch the cameras here. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to an app and I, I know nothing about apps and building an app, is it hard? I'm sure you might be an expert. You might not be, but I'm sure you have a team of people maybe helping you. Is it hard to communicate your vision to techie people? Absolutely. Do you, know, that, do you know what I'm asking? Absolutely.
1: Okay. And I can answer this with passion because this was a learning curve for me. Um, I went the route where I hired a team. So I have a project manager, developer, designer all under one like umbrella. Whereas if I did it individually, I'd have to manage all that. And I'm just not a software type gal. Like I've taken some classes and stuff, but it's just not my expertise. So I knew I needed someone to really kind of... Communicate well with me and and be very straightforward. So I'd hired them, and I like I design everything. Um, I own the coding, they just provide it for me. So we're talking like blueprints of screen per screen. So, for instance, your login screen, what does that look like when you press this button? What does that do? What does that look like? Um, So Yes, it was a lot of work, but it's <laughs> awesome because I'm a little bit of a control freak. So, it it worked out. Um, but again, huge learning curve. So, um, communication-wise, I would say like visuals are are a must, um, as in like drawing them, showing them how how it's made that way, and again, just being very organized in the sense of what you want is clear and detailed. Um, so I guess my only advice would be to just really um, provide visuals, lists, tidbits, notes, um, just to make sure you're really getting what you want because mm. a lot can get translated. I'm lucky because I have a designer and kind of like project manager on one end and then the developer on the other. So I tell them what I want, they tell the other guy, mm. you know? So it's kind of a, a chain reaction. So I guess that answers your yeah, question. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Do,
0: do you consider yourself a leader or a manager when it comes to everything about your app?
1: I would say um, a leader. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm very much I lead struggle, by example. Like, lead by it- example, yes. And I very much um I guess struggle with asking for help, but I'm I'm getting better at that. Um I think leaders need to ask for help and need to ask for expertise when they don't have it. And that's something I'm kind of in the midst of learning. And it doesn't necessarily mean that like if you're not good at something, like literally the number one rule in business is like hire someone that is. You know what I mean? And I guess for me it's always been textbook of that but Mm. like to actually do it is kind of where i'm at so Mm. managing and leading i think is different i think leading is inspiring and to you know pump your team up and to give feedback give criticism but like all in you know in positive ways whereas management can sometimes look a little bit different where you're just kind of managing the moving parts
0: i got you yeah what's one thing you think you've learned about yourself over these past couple years about building an app because you're gonna have to go through trials and tribulations where you just you don't want to Yep. Stop! It's not worth it. I'm mean, the money's not. You just there's so many things that can run through your head, but you know you're still going. I've heard you've won an award, yeah. So there's obviously you know things you have to go through in order to keep going. Well, what's one thing you've learned about yourself in order to go through those tough times?
1: Um, I would just say like don't like the highs and lows. I find are hard to kind of manage. Like when you're on a high, you know, and something's going really well, and you're just like this is gonna work. And then of course you get feedback, it's not gonna work. Um, so I guess learning about myself is just seeing the bigger picture and understanding that like not everything is a finalized decision. Um, you can always learn from that. Um, yeah. So for me, I guess just trusting myself and yeah, leading the process, but also like accepting people's feedback would be like the biggest thing. Um, Like I said, I, I won, the, I won that award. And then from there it was, it, it's just been kind of wildfire. So that's awesome. I got a little bit lost at first, so I won't lie. And just the sense of like, I just felt like everything was moving too fast. So I feel a bit more grounded now and, and I'm taking it with stride. Yeah. So it's it's been good. Just definitely a learning curve, but yeah. that's fun, I guess.
0: It's uh, yeah. When things go well in the business, you want to just, you know, you, yeah, you like go to get a couple drinks. You just want to yeah. like feel the high Facebook posts, like yeah. let's go.
1: Yeah, it, it's very hard. And I think like, I I hate to say it, but it's a, it's a very like lonely road to be an entrepreneur in in the sense of it's not necessarily like negative. It's just, you know, you're working behind the scenes so much that you you don't show a lot and that can be hard sometimes. Like, I guess that's another thing I learned that just not everyone is going to understand that. And that's something you just have to like keep moving forward with. Mm. I don't know if you experienced that, but like the highs and lows were me at the beginning. I'm just like. It was very hard. Don't give me. Going. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. It's it's tough. It is. Especially but, when you're a type A. Hmm.
0: It's worth it though. It's fun when I'm not going to get into that. It is it's, it's it's worth it when you go through that stuff. Yeah. Um I was a frustrated student and I look uh at the younger generation right now and I don't know if they're frustrated or not. They could be having a great time. I don't, I don't really know what's going on in an 18-year-old's head to mm-hmm. how old are you first year university? 19? Yeah, like whatever. yeah, 19. What what uh What's the common um, message do you think right now from 19-year-olds, 18-year-olds that have ADHD that are going through university that aren't learning maybe as quickly as their friends? What, what, what do you think the common conversation is like right now with those individuals
1: i think it's a lack of resources honestly um i was a little bit blindsided to learn that students um with learning disabilities i i I just always thought support wise within post-secondary was huge you know you get a laptop you get a note taker stuff like that um but after actually researching it um it's it's really, it's really crazy. Like, essentially, someone who has ADHD, they're held with a meeting, like in the beginning of the year, to organize themselves. But there's no check-ins, right? Like, there's no checkpoints. It's kind of like they set them up for four months and just kind of expect them to to follow suit. Um, and that is like very lonely. That's frustrating. That's hard, especially if you don't naturally, you know, have those tools. I didn't have those tools at eighteen. Um, I I haven't been diagnosed with ADHD. Um, But at the same time, just feeling, you know, feeling so small, if you're not, if you're not doing as well as people around you, and you don't know why, or it takes you a bit longer to learn something for me, um, I can relate because um, it always took me like watching a video, um, reading a textbook, like I always needed a bit more information to understand things. So I guess for me, that's why I can kind of relate. But my message would just be, I guess, focus on the bigger picture in the long term, because Like, in the moment, it feels so big, but it's not. Um, And there's always resources out there to help. There's always people that will help you. I guess just asking for help is a big thing. Um, I know a lot of people are embarrassed. A lot of people that don't do well or feel like they're not doing well or frustrated, like they're embarrassed. So it's never a discussion point, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you're only really talking about, like, how'd you do on that? Oh, well, or this and that. So just being okay with who you are i guess and asking for help when you need it and i know that sounds so cliche like i hate even saying that but at the same time like especially right now in the world like ask for help you know lean on your friends um and i find people are more supportive than ever because everyone's kind of in the same situation and their experience doesn't look the same as mine like i had frosh week you know i had all this stuff like to kind of introduce me into university and now it's just Essentially, you're on a computer. You're taking online courses. Mm. Um, now we're back in person, so I guess it's a bit different, but still, um, yeah. I guess just asking for help, trusting yourself, and once you find your passion, like things get a bit easier. So yeah, yeah.
0: Well said. I, I know a couple people and buddies who are not buddies, but buddies of buddies who are trying to go to school. Maybe I guess this was like last year, maybe two years ago, and everything was online, and a lot of people ha- have trouble with that.
1: It was and- terrible. I did. I I was only in school for. Two months, and then everything got changed to online, and it just—I guess for me, I'm outgoing, so it—it wasn't really an issue connecting with people. But like, I showed up to my graduation, I didn't know anyone. I no, did, that's like we—it we, was just weird and it's not the same. Like for me, I already had an experience. So I kind of was just like, it is what it is. Um, but I'd actually tried in like 2017, working with Chris up, up North. Um, I had tried doing online school and I dropped out within a week because I'm like, I am not this student. So when it went online this time, I had like a meltdown. I'm like, I can't drop out again. Um, and it's very challenging because nobody is behind you checking on you, yeah, you know. You're an adult. You're, yeah. Like, the first time you're an yeah. adult. And yeah. And like profs, I mean, profs are great. And of course there was like more support, but at the end of the day, like you're still on your computer. There's no face to face interaction. It, it's tough. Like it's tough. And I do know a lot of people um, you know, pause their degree until they can go back in person. And if you need to do that, like do that. You need in my opinion, it's better to get, you know, the most of your academic material versus feeling frustrated all the time and just trying to get it done because you're on like a set timeline Mm. i feel like i'm a spokesperson for that though because i kind of like dropped out and went back (laughs) you know like but yeah that would be i guess my advice for that but it is frustrating and the online school i i think there's going to be a disconnect with that maybe like transitioning into career like personal personal skills um socially like there might be challenges i don't know what that looks like but i guess time will tell like it's unfortunate but I guess it's reality right now so
0: yeah I I agree with the social disconnect with the zoom meetings and things like that that's why we're in person right now Mm -hmm. I I, there's a there's a part of me that if I do do a zoom uh, podcast there's just that level of disconnect there that I don't know how to ask a question because I'm kind of waiting for you to it's it's like right now you don't see me looking at any questions I'm just listening to you and I'm rebuttaling of what you're saying but with those zoom I can't like explain it but when you're having a zoom podcast you're there's that two second delay. Yeah. So you have to almost wait okay is he done talking he's done talking okay, okay he's done talking okay so what did you do last year when you went to heart and then you yep. asked these other questions it's kind of a, a weird delay but you're right it, it creates a, a social disconnect
1: it is and it, i yeah yeah i know it's really weird i even like or you're over talking people yeah i was so excited that this was in person i like this is my first kind of like outing and i was like i am there stat O-ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my outing it's it's weird but i think we're i think we're we're getting there mm. we won't get into that it's very political so uh, I like. Um, keep it clean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. I like uh, stories about being uh, a go-getter and starting a business. I, I have tons of them. They're, you know, you look back at them. They're like, oh, I was. I woke up at five to catch a bus to go here to go do something. And it's like, oh, it sucks then. But looking back on it now, I love that I did it. And I was wondering if you had any stories like that when you're trying to to start the app that you started. Um, do you have any funny stories like that of just like grinding times? Maybe you're stuck in the rain, the oh bus my. splashed you, uh. you're trying to get to a meeting, anything like that?
1: Um, shoot, I would just, I probably blew my first interview. That was really <laughs> bad. Um, oh yeah, I got called in um do you, need, do you need a tissue, by the way? No, no, no. Yeah. My nose is just itchy. Okay. I'm sorry. The mask. I have like phantom mask nose because I wear it for eight hours a day. It's so terrible. it's just, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. My first my first radio interview. Anyway, I'd called in. I didn't know what was going on. They're playing the song. I don't know if I'm connected. It was just, it was really awkward. I think I had said something before he had asked me a question. <laughs> um, not that this is necessarily like that embarrassing. Just for me, I'm like so awkward sometimes so i just uh it was it was a lot and it was live so i just like it was a little bit of a of a hurdle but no i guess uh no funny stories i'm trying to think off the top of my head no no funny stories that's all good that's so lame
0: no it's you're you're still in the early processes You you could you know something might happen and then you'll come back on the podcast and then you tell me what happened. Yeah, exactly. Those are the best stories. I'll just
1: keep note of that. Yeah, perfect.
0: Uh, so, what does it take to, to actually uh, launch the podcast? You said that it's still not launched. When did you say it's coming out?
1: So, I'm going to release the app in uh, September as of right now. Okay. So, it's hopefully going to be aligned with when people go back to school. Um, it's going to, as of right now, which of course project management timelines never really stick. Um, but middle of April is when it's supposed to be done. I'm just taking the summer to kind of market it, um, position it really well. I'm going after student unions, um, like orientation packages, stuff like that. Um, and yeah, that's kind of my plan. So it's going to be heavy marketing in the, in the summer. I just rebranded my logo, which was really nice. I finally decided on one. Um, that was a bit of a long process just because I... Anyway, it's hard when you have like 10 10 in front of you to pick the perfect one. But we finally did that. And uh, now it's just, it's getting people interested. It's really building the hype. Um, I'm on the TikTok and I'm trying (laughs) to, I'm on the TikTok and I'm trying to, um, because 18 year olds, 19 year olds, that's her, that's her hangout, right? So I'm trying to be cool and, you know, make those. um, It's just, I guess, reaching my target audience in, like I'm 28 so I just have to like go back to that 18 year old self of like what applies to you. But that's why I have students working with me because their voice is the most important. Um, They're going to buy my app. So that's what that looks like. And uh, yeah, I'm just hoping to get the hype out there and uh, come September we're, we're launching in schools. So eventually I hope to partner with schools. Obviously that's a big picture. Um, Government stuff like that. My investors in the States. So we might double launch at the same time. Yeah. So to be continued because I think that that might happen, but we don't know yet.
0: The market in the States. The
1: market in the States. He's in Texas. So he's given me a lot oil money, of... Oil money. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he's a serial entrepreneur. He doesn't need to worry about that. But... Serial uh,
0: entrepreneur. Yeah.
1: I. So my investor is actually my old boss. Um so we had met Oat West. I had worked with him for a bit. It was right after I worked up North. So we had worked together. I had asked him to lay me off because I literally one day decided to drive home, finish my degree. I was like, it was like a in the moment decision. So I drove home. He had actually written the recommendation letter for me to uh, win that award. So he was kind of within the process. And uh, I just kept kind of sending him updates. And one day he texted me. He's like, do you still need an investor? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) So that's honestly how it happened. And we just kind of negotiated. Um, Him and his wife know kind of my background and like my passion and stuff. So it was really important that I needed that personal relationship as an investor. Um, I needed him to kind of, I, w- I don't want to say respect my decisions because um, I feel like that kind of sounds bad, but just give me the control to make the decisions, especially um, just because you're in it and you've researched it. So it's like the perfect working relationship. Um, yeah. Which is, it's, I don't know, that can be a huge hurdle and oh. that can be a huge headache. Well, and I a, just.
0: I feel like that's a huge uh confidence booster.
1: It is. And and to have someone believe in you like that. Yeah. yeah. It was it's crazy to think about that, yeah, just one day it was like a text, but I think a lot of that had to do, I don't know, just he knows my working, you know, he knows me. He right. knows my relationship with him, his family. Like we we made a lot of uh like connections. So obviously that yeah. you know, you trust someone It's
0: interesting. Home. Any business relationship business relationships I've ever made and if there, we we ever, ever had a meeting, what well, we have was about business. 90% about the meeting was personal. Who are you? Where are you from? Who do you know? What have you done? It's weird how those relationships have really nothing to do with business. They're mostly personal. Is is the person sitting across from me going to screw me over? Is this a nice person? Is this, it's cool. And I
1: think that was my biggest, like when I was initially looking for an investor, like everyone kept telling me, like, make sure you like this person outside of, you know, the investor relationship. And of course, when you're first starting out, you're like, that sounds kind of cliche. Like, you know, of course it's in the back of your mind, but. 100% that is what you need. Um, And you need to be able to trust that person, that person needs to trust you. And I know it might not be everyone's dynamic. But for me, it just it's something I needed. Um, I needed him to trust me, although I needed his expertise, you know, his reach, um, his background and stuff like that. It was just really important to me to have that exactly that personal relationship um, outside of business, because that's what's gonna like hold you together, in my opinion, and make you successful long-term I've Mm -hmm. just heard horror stories about investors and shotgun clauses and you know um tricky things so yeah it's it's you want to be it's it's a compliment but also like it needs to be beneficial on both ways like on both sides so
0: because I'm not going to say like the investor is your boss but now it's your partner yeah you have to make sure that if you're working together and you know you have to report back the numbers report back the down whatever it is that that person isn't gonna you know blow blow a gasket if you know what they're hearing yeah. isn't great off the beginning because that's gonna you know lo- lose your confidence. I guess. Yeah,
1: and you don't want to feel like it's your business and you're kind of yeah. like you know held back from certain decisions. So definitely that would be my biggest advice. Actually, is getting to know someone before you make that decision. Um, just because you have to look at it long term and for the benefit of yourself, I guess, and the company and direction and just yeah.
0: I remember this, stuff. this is like. Yeah, probably like 2019, 2020, we got our first advertising check. Like, you know, it was like thousands and... I remember like Christmases before that and parties, people would be like, Justin, what are you doing with your life? What's going on? I'd be like, I'm starting this thing. Yeah. High buttons, podcast. We're going to do a little mic'd up. We're going to do a little live streaming. We're going to do a couple things. And everyone's like, oh, great. But you could see in their eyes, they're like, what the, what is this guy talking about? And I remember that kind of hurt me a little bit thinking people, ah, they're not really taking me serious about what I'm going to do. But when I got that first check and I announced it, the the amount of confidence, which I'm not saying is a right thing. I should be confident in general, but having that financial and moral support from another person who actually if, you, yeah, if someone absolutely. gives you money that's it's like a biggest... sample of
1: approval almost you know it's, it's, like it, 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 it... I don't know it just
0: does something for you that can
1: take you to another planet and it almost like i hate to say it but it almost makes you legit like you know people understand like i felt the exact same way as what you're saying like and you know even people now are like well you know you still don't have clients like i get it um but it just yeah having that person it just completely changes it almost feels real and i think for me like it, it felt like a hobby for a couple months because you're doing all the behind the scenes and then all of a sudden i'm like i have an investor and then i'm like oh, wow, <laughs> we have to move fast. So, yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Yeah, it motivates you. It's a good It time, does, yeah. Sure. Yeah, money...
0: Money's money? Money, money, yeah.
1: <laughs> Money's money, for sure.
0: Um, what's the plan from now until, I thought you said April, it's going to be ready? So, like, what are some of the things that you need to accomplish before it's uh, 100% good to go?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So, I'm in beta testing one right now. So, essentially what that means is um, it's static. So, the app doesn't move, but it gets released to me. I can play with it. I can show people um, the functionality of it. So, there's three versions that that releases, like, throughout well, two months now. Um, and each version just gets more and more functional. So as time goes on, I just I test the app. I give feedback. I give them other people's feedback. They make those changes, move forward. So the app is actually like framed already. It's just the API um, coding, so the back end of it. Tough um, stuff. Yeah, so it's all like the computer science of the app, where where all the data is stored, how to scan the syllabus, like just all the back end of it. So it just looks like a lot of testing and giving back feedback. Um, but essentially, I guess the quote unquote hard work is over within designing the the visual part of the of the app but we have weekly meetings um there's also still like maintenance afterwards um upgrades stuff like that so it's kind of uh it's kind of a continuous process but yeah it's it's kind of a monthly uh release and then feedback and re-release yeah if that makes sense so
0: when the app actually gets released and it's out in the public anyone can use it
1: yeah it's fully like okay yeah it's fully functional
0: are you still going to be doing like research when people give you feedback because you think about it like someone hasn't one no one has no idea what your app is but mm-hmm. a kid in Toronto's going to use it and go, wow, okay, this is great, but man, I don't really like this about it. Is there going to be a way for people to like comment? Okay, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. And are you going to take that into consideration and kind of maybe apply it?
1: Yeah, definitely. So my website's really good. Like people can sign up uh, directly and message me and I've kind of used that as my platform to kind of give feedback. I have a lot of people close to me um, in real life that like give me feedback, but that's a good point. Um, I think it's just kind of You can always improve stuff. I've really taken the time. I've tried my best to take the time and really um, analyze like beta one because I... What's beta one? So, sorry. Yeah. Beta one, like beta one, two, three. It's just like testing. Just think of it Uh, as testing. So
0: version one. Version version one. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So yeah basically after all of those and you get feedback like you can always build within those functions so it can always change and i always i have like continuous improvements i have things i'm going to implement um so i i definitely am open to feedback always because again i want this to be attractive i want it to work and i want it to be successful for the student um so yeah the students are directing me essentially cool yeah is it a free app no, it's not funny. Come on. So it's gonna be five ninety nine a month, I think, around that around that price. I haven't I haven't finalized it just because I'm kind of thinking of uh, per semester versus monthly. Um, so usually in oh, yeah. university, like you would do September to December, that's a semester, um, but also monthly because I don't want to lock people in as well. But the real value in this is essentially um, you're getting like paired notifications. So just to like kind of re-explain it, the the app's gonna scan your syllabus, convert that into a calendar template um you can filter that kind of like per month weekly um it shows you what's critical Um, what's due, when it's due. And then that's paired with notifications. So So like assignments, like what? Yeah, so deadlines. So you'll essentially scan your syllabus that has like your quizzes, assignments, everything. It's going to pull all that information and how much it's worth for each class. And essentially like convert that to like a visual aid. So the calendar, you'll be able to go and see it. Also with like a list view as well. So essentially we're just like converting the deadlines into something visual, but it's also paired with like push notifications. So there's a standard uh, delivery system for, you know, just anyone. And then there's also um, an ADHD uh, option as well. So you're able to click that, go into the four different type of symptoms. And then those are actually linked to different notification systems, like based on your um, symptoms. So like if you hyperfocus, focus, um, I probably shouldn't say actually what that does. But anyway, it is geared towards um, certain symptoms to help them improve. If that makes sense. Oh, I get it. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So it's, it, it's a paired system. And I just think that, that like, again, having your, having everything in one place, um, you're going to be able to like click on your, anyway, it's, want to it's any hard. It's hard not to not even steal. I guess it's just like, I'm in such a like changing kind of process right now. I don't want to say something and then release it. And they're like, that's not on it. So no. Yeah to be continued i like that i like the notifications (laughs) thing yeah yeah i think it's i think it's good because um you need yeah everyone needs to be reminded about everything i set reminders on my phone like every day like it's just so easy because it's literally right there you're always on your phone Mm. i'm i'm a strong believer in that
0: i'm a big google calendar guy i'm not a huge notifications guy but you know first thing in the morning coffee google calendar what are we doing like this i'll tell this guy to plug things in and then i'll just okay what are we doing today who's going to be doing this who's doing that but I didn't really come around to the Google Calendar till two years ago. Like, Me if I too. had it when I was younger,
1: why w- why was that so resistant? Like I was like, Man. "Who needs Google Calendars?" And then I got so busy and I missed a test, and then I used it. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> point proven. I should probably write down what I need to do." <laughs>
0: I remember being in school and like, "All right, this assignment's due next." Tuesday and I'd be like oh I'll remember that but not writing it down yeah and then it's next Tuesday and everyone's pulling out their assignment and I'm like I can't believe I forgot
1: oh my god and that was that was like literally me I went into work knowing I had a test I literally went like I went worked went home went to bed yeah and it's because I didn't write it down or have it anywhere like it was just it was so silly but here we are so I guess it's actually kind (laughs) of it's kind of helpful I
0: I, like I'll so with, here's me in school and how I, some there's a part of me that kind of wants to go back to school and just take class and apply Do myself. It. I never applied myself. So here's a, here's a thing that happened. There was a, I was in school and everyone took a test but some kids got caught cheating because there was two versions of the test right the kids were looking over at the next row which was a different test but writing down the same answers <sighs> i wasn't one of those kids but i remember i got a really uh, a really good mark on it and uh, i studied it was one of the rare times i studied and i mm-hmm. actually applaud myself yeah. and i got and then i got the email back saying okay guys look we're gonna have to retake this test Oh yeah, we know we everyone cheated and there's just like the one test, like I cheat every now and then I'll look up yeah, you yeah. know, but I, I actually studied and applied myself and got a good mark. So we had to go back, restudy everything. Oh. And uh and, and then retake the test. And I just, I, I don't think I did as well. That's like heartbreak. I, I, yeah. I didn't do as well on the second test. I, a part of me feels like I was stolen from me. Like I got the, the actual course. mark on the first one. And like one.
1: mindset would be completely different because you got yeah. a certain mark on the first one. That's terrible. And I
0: remember that was like my first, second year of university. And I remember after that happened, like my, my faith in school just kind of went down. I was just like, I'm not meant to be here. I gave, and like, it was like a accounting fundamental test. Like the easiest. Yeah. But to me, it was not so easy. hard. Accounting well, is not easy. Yeah. It is and it isn't. to the, to yeah. well, here's the thing though, what you were talking about, how like you're not, you're jealous of the people around you who do it so easily. Like mm-hmm. there was people in my class who would take the test, boom, like that, they're getting a B plus. Yeah. I have to work my ass off for a C plus. Yeah. I like, and, I get it. And I remember when that got taken away from me and I got like a D on the rewrite, my confidence level just went down with mm-hmm. school and then eventually I just left.
1: Yeah. and, and I, Yeah. Yeah. Like literally like same, um, that like completely <laughs> happened to me my first, like when I first went first like i took science got d's like just felt like crap all the time because i'm like not doing well felt like i was applying myself um maybe not the same situation but just like feeling that way mm. um yeah it's definitely something that i feel i don't want other people to feel but i also know it's kind of a part of like knowing yourself and getting to know yourself yeah, it's in top a of positive age, way though. i don't know yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Have you uh, done any s- talks at schools?
1: No, I haven't. I, I haven't like done should. any talks at schools. I did a lot. Uh, like, I've done a lot of talking, I guess, just within, like, entrepreneurs. But I, I weirdly enough, never thought I'd want to. But I really would love to, like, mentor someone or, like, I guess even, like, I wouldn't say tutor, but, like, teach on the side. Um, just because I'm, like, passionate about it. And I, like, truly believe that people can do anything if it's, like, taught in the right way. Yeah. Which kind of sounds corny, but, like... You should it's definitely true. be talking to some people. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if I get invited anywhere. I've actually been bugging my old professor. It's funny. He always used to get me uh, to do these fireside chats, which was essentially like we would uh, invite these like entrepreneurs that were really su- successful and I'd interview them. Um, and then this year I was, I was texting him. I'm like, uh, so am I invited yet? <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> okay, maybe next year. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, it's good, Fingers that, you crossed. It's good that you want to do it.
0: Yeah, no, uh-huh. I definitely
1: want to. I think honestly, like... I just did my business management degree and that compared to like starting a business like it you're not really prepared. I I was like I was really surprised actually. Mm. Um especially because I just I was in school as this all happened and I felt like I had like the tools and resources but like real life I guess can be different and just even um like the incorporation process, you know what I mean? Like registering your business, everything like that. There's no like how-to guide. I mean, it's yeah. on a it's on a government website, but wait, till you have to start paying taxes? That's I'm a so whole scared. I'm a corporation thing. too. It's it's a whole
0: different oh, ball. It's not yeah. different, but it's just you have to learn so much. Yeah. Like paying, and I'll give you a, when you have to come to that point. Paying a, an accountant is worth it. Absolutely. The CRA website, it's very, it's not it, it is complicated, but it's not. But having someone to kind of walk you through it just it saved me a lot of hours.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's a blind process. I, I like weirdly started this YouTube channel um, last year just because I love talking about financial things. And I just, again, think people should know things that I had to learn the hard way. And that's not a bad thing. It's just you know, why not share that information? Um, And I was thinking of just starting kind of like a series of like starting your own business and like what to do and what not to do. Um, And I don't know if that would be beneficial, but I think for maybe someone, um, I could have used that. So I'm thinking that that might be kind of like a side hobby, but when I have some time.
0: Yeah. yeah well it's an interesting balance when you're first starting things out because there's so many like this guy he graduated from uh, Ryerson correct he studied sports media something I never did so when mm-hmm. he came he had so much knowledge from that program that he applied here that's why he's sitting in that chair <laughs> but you almost have to let your ego down because for the past you know I started this in 2017 he came on last year so for how many years I'm doing everything by myself yeah. but you know not my my ego's big but I feel like I can do everything but in order to grow you have to let other people in to to manage certain things Yeah. and it's tough for a lot of people but if you can do that and allow people to to help you the quicker you'll grow I think
1: yeah and and delegating like that's my number one advice too it's like just delegate and trust that person because again I'm the same way I kind of just like to keep everything in and and control it but again it you're a better leader when you ask for help and you ask for that point of view and expertise Mm -hmm. so yeah I agree with you on
0: that um any advice for young people out there or people you're like not maybe not young but just people that uh, that maybe want to do their own thing in your space.
1: Well, I never thought in my life I'd be an entrepreneur ever. Um I thought I'd just be like a traditional kind of manager but like seriously that's all I kind of saw my life being. Um so I guess for me um I've kind of been on an untraditional path just in the sense that I didn't finish university on time. You know, I went back as a mature student. And I, I it sounds kind of corny again, but just like believe in yourself and just know that like not everyone's like staring at you, you know, when you're in the moment and you think, you know, everyone's looking at you, judging you or like you're not, you're not like your friend who, you know, got promoted to a certain position. Like, just know that like time, your time will come if you put in the hard work. Um, Yeah, that would be my biggest point of advice. And not every hardship is a hardship Um, in the long run when you look back on it. Like, weirdly enough, I feel like I'd never grow this much and and use my degree this much if I would have done it when I was, you know, 18. Whereas now it's just, it's completely changed my life, honestly. I just, I can't describe how, how amazing it was. But at the same time, like me walking into class on my first day, like I was so nervous. I'm like the girl in the front raising my hand. I'm like, oh God, this is weird. But then I just went into class one day and I'm like, I don't care. You know what? Like at the end of the day, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm learning a lot. And yeah, for me, I just... It's been easy because I don't really care what other people think um, now. But yeah, that's hard to learn when you're young. Definitely hard to learn. And especially if you have people around you. Um, all my friends always knew what they wanted to do. And I never I never had that um, ever until I was in the, in the position or in the career that gave me that, you know, feel good or I was good at something. And then I'm like, okay, I'm kind of interested in that. It's just like playing around, you know, trusting yourself and, and yeah, just following your passion, I guess. Not letting other people influence that.
0: Really well said. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you want to thank anyone?
1: Oh uh, yeah, my family, like my my mom and my sister, um, as well as like my profs at Mount Saint Vincent, like Jeff uh, McKinnon, Sandy. They've just made such a difference in my in my life. Um, to have a professor that has like like Jeff has literally been on lawyer calls with me to just like say what I'm trying to say, but he's an accountant, you know what I mean? And just like taking that stress off of me to not like mess up like, you know, C R A. It's a very fine line. Um, so just having that person to kind of lean on, um, again, trusting that person. But yeah, just uh the professors really made a difference in my life and we're actually like still friends. We still chat all the time. Um, yeah, it's been it's been really cool. So yeah, just thank you to everyone. That it's been an amazing, amazing experience. Thanks, Chris Not <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I, I you know, I, I like your, I like your energy. That's <laughs> thank you. uh, I appreciate you coming in. This is uh, thank you very I much. It was a very beneficial podcast yeah. for a lot of people listening in. Myself too. I appreciate good. that. Thank you. Do you want to um, promote anything about the app? Do you want to like? I don't even know if we said the name of it. Yeah, well, I'll say I'll say it in the intro. But that's you fair wanna, enough. Like, the, 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 like, you, yeah, you absolutely.
1: So it's called Student Geyser. Um, you can look me up at studentgeyser.com or on Facebook, Instagram. I'm on all those things. Um, and yeah, just stay tuned for uh, the release. I just want to pump people up. So people want to follow me on all those different uh, different social media platforms that would be great and again on my website i try to update people so i try to tell them which testing i'm in and if i need people for that same with my facebook page um i kind of find that hasn't gained as much traction but that's an easy way to you know ask questions or anything like that so you can leave your email number Um, And yeah, stay tuned for September of 2022. Awesome. Mm -hmm.
0: Megan Cook, thank you very much for coming in and joining the podcast. I do appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Everyone listening, thank you very much uh, for tuning in. It is Friday. We're going to release this on Monday. So it's the beginning of the week. Uh, Work hard, have fun, stay safe, do what you got to do. We are out. Peace.